Hi, I'm Mark Iskowitz, Editor-at-Large for MMNM, and I'm really excited to welcome you to Episode 3 of our sponsored podcast series with Swoop. I'm joined once again by my guest, Katie Carr, SVP of Sales for Swoop. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me today. Absolutely. It's great to join you once again. We're going to be talking about how custom audience segments can be fit into the media plan and really can activate across the media plan. Uh, If you haven't checked out our last two episodes, the first one was on traditional versus more modern marketing approaches and targeting. And we'll briefly recap that one in a moment. The second one had to do with changes in the marketing uh, environment for healthcare marketers and why those changes demand more of a privacy safe approach. But for folks that haven't had a chance to uh, check out Swoop, can you give them a high-level overview uh, of what the company does? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. So at Swoop, we offer a lot of different solutions for our pharmaceutical advertisers. Uh, I'm going to focus just on the targeting piece because that's what today's conversation is about. Uh, And from a targeting perspective, Swoop offers real-world data in conjunction with artificial intelligence and machine learning to create really high audience quality segments that drive script lift. And one of the things that we do differently in the marketplace is really understanding that every brand is going to have its own unique challenges and therapeutic advantages. And therefore, it's really important to build all of these segments customized based on those specific needs in order to drive higher script lift. And this is one of the reasons why Swoop outperforms your second best performing initiative, 2-4-X. And really, essentially, this is why we're trusted by the top 42 out of 50 pharmaceutical manufacturers and top 18 out of 20 pharmaceutical agencies today. Great. And so, second of all, not to recap too much, but in one of the prior episodes, you talked about how more traditional media approaches measure up against some of the more alternative, uh, modern, more data-driven methods, yeah. uh, and how the alternatives today are superior. Can, can you kind of give, yeah, give people a high-level summary of that? Yeah, so I think we briefly talked about some of the, the options for pharmaceutical marketers out there from a traditional standpoint. So uh, demographic targeting, a ZIP9 targeting, which is a location-based targeting. You've got behavioral targeting, things like clickstream, and then you also have off-the-shelf targeting, which is um, based on real-world data, but it's really generic. It's not customized like swoop segments are. Uh, and overall, I think in totality, the shortfall that these solutions have is the fact that in most cases, they don't understand the health status of a patient. Uh, and in the, um, the off-the-shelf option, they're really not honing into what is the specific need of the brand, and it's just way too generic. Uh, and so the solution here for marketers that want to drive a higher script lift, that want to reach those patients that qualify for their treatment or qualify for the education that they're looking to, um, to, to put out into market, the, the, the option here for them is real-world data. Sure, sure. And so what should healthcare marketers be thinking about and putting real-world data to work in their media plan, you know, in terms of building uh, quality audiences? Yeah. So, you know, listen, at Swoop, we don't grade our own homework. And we do always recommend that a partner works with a third party vendor to measure the success of all of their programs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are a few out there that measure against audience quality. It is something that we recommend 100 percent 
audience quality is a proxy for script lift. And mm -hmm. there is a very strong correlation that if you have a high audience quality, you're going to have a very strong script lift. Mm -hmm. And with all the changes happening, I know in the second episode, we talked about some of the big privacy changes happening and announcements coming out of Google, Facebook, and Apple. We really have to identify that the fact that our patients today might be engaging with media differently than they did pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to be able to find them based on age and gender, all right? So right. we really need to allow the data to identify where the patients are engaging if you really want to maximize your marketing dollar today. Sure, sure. I like that how you said you don't grade around homework, uh, <laughs> but do you, do you do some optimization uh, based on that third-party data? Yeah, absolutely. So for the clients that are open to sharing their performance metrics with us, we do recommend that they do on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. We can identify if there's something going on there that maybe a segment isn't performing as well as it should be, and we can kind of identify you know, why, right? It, does the segment need to be rebuilt? Were we using the correct ICD-10 codes that they're using mm -hmm. from a measurement standpoint? Was it trafficked correctly, right? So we can certainly QA why that's happening. And typically, we're able to turn that around in a week or two. Great, great. Let's shift gears a second and talk about kind of where the market is as a whole. Uh, when we did our healthcare marketers trend survey in partnership with Swoop earlier this year at the beginning of the year, we found that relatively few marketers were actually using custom audiences. I think yeah. it was like 65% were not, 35% were around there. Uh, we also found that marketing budgets overall amongst manufacturers uh, of drugs and medical devices uh, were up 15%, but they still were not at where they were pre pandemic. Mm -hmm. When you take those couple of data points uh, together, wh where do you think that shows uh, where advertisers are these days in, in terms of spending their, their marketing budgets? Yeah. I mean, the reality is real world data hasn't been around that long, right? Mm -hmm. So it certainly is something newer, I think, for some of our advertisers. I do think that some of our advertisers just don't know a lot about real world data still, right? So there's mm -hmm. that piece that's happening, right. right? It wasn't until a few years back that there was the democratization of claims data that allowed anyone really with a checkbook to access the data. Mm -hmm. And now it's about when you're looking at vendors, not do they have the data, can they access it, but what are they doing with the data? So there's mm -hmm. that piece. When we look at advertisers today from a spend perspective, I'm seeing this on the accounts that we're working on today, there certainly was a pullback of media dollars at the start of the pandemic. And we did see a nice lift a few months in, right? Once advertisers said, you know what, we pulled back our dollars, we're ready to spend the rest of it. You know, we've pulled back for too long, it's time to start reinvesting. Mm -hmm. And I think now we're in a marketplace where advertisers are saying, uh oh, hold on, there's a lot going on. We've got all of these changes and um, happening out of Google, Apple, and Facebook. The opportunities for where we can advertise are becoming a lot more fragmented and limited. And we are need to educate ourselves on some of these newer options out there. Mm -hmm. And maybe we just don't know how to use real world data for our TV planning, right? Maybe we don't right. know how to use that, you know, how that relationship works. I get asked for workflows all the time to understand how we're working with the networks to use our data, right? Mm -hmm. So it is new, right? Mm -hmm. And I think everyone's kind of at a standstill trying to figure out what to do. And that's why it's really important that at this time in the market to educate 
educate yourself on what the options are, talk to people, reach out to a swooper, reach out to other vendors you work with, ask those people in the marketplace for um, their advice, and you can kind of, you know, we're all in this together. Right, right sure, sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we also saw that sentiment in the data in terms of people switching uh, more toward video uh, from traditional TV, and we see on the bright side, patient marketing budgets, I think 40% said they increased their patient marketing budgets, and patients as an audience are accounting for a greater share of the marketing budget as well. Yeah. But you know, as, as we know, having both been in the, in the industry long enough, the, the physician remains the main stakeholder. So, mm-hmm. But we are seeing an incremental shift in, in attention devoted to patients. Do you think that's really a reflection of, like you said earlier, the realization that patients' media consumption habits have changed? We need to devote more time and attention and budget to, to addressing them. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's really just about kind of understanding where are those patients today is probably one of the hardest things for advertisers to do today. And that's where I certainly recommend leaning on the data Mm -hmm. that can inform where those patients are uh, engaging. Sure, sure. But of course, the physician channels remain the most expensive, you know, the reps and and the sales efforts and, and everything else that goes along with a professional marketing plan. So, Katie, when when Swoop develops a custom audience, it can be activated in any channel? Yeah, absolutely. So wherever you're buying your media today, you can layer on data Mm -hmm. to make it more efficient. Uh, So you think about programmatic. We've got a lot of advertisers leveraging us for programmatic means, which includes CTV, audio, anything that can be bought programmatically. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have advertisers who are using us for addressable TV. That's been a big uptick in the last year or two, right? Which even includes Mm. uh, linear addressable, which has been um, really great to see. We've seen an uptick in that in the last 12 to 24 months. And then obviously clients can also use us for planning purposes. So there's a couple use cases for this. We have advertisers who are using us for their linear, traditional linear planning, right? Mm -hmm. So we're sending our segments either to a Nielsen planning tool or a proprietary agency planning tool. And then we also have agencies who are leveraging us just for optimizations of their channel media mix that might not even include TV, right? Mm -hmm. So we're sending it to their proprietary planning tool to identify where are the patients engaging? Are they engaging more on social media versus programmatic versus, you know, so on, mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. They're, they're currently looking at investing in? So, uh-huh. yes, to answer your question, our data can be used across any media platform, anything within the current media mix that you're doing, and it can also sure. inform the media mix itself. Right, right, traditional and, and, and more modern, which I find really interesting. So you mentioned TV, and I'd like to dig into that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, what, when you have these clinically derived custom audiences, How are those activated across the various types of TV? Yeah, so we have relationships with all the major networks, MVPDs, and so on. So if you would like to activate our data across the entire media mix, what you'll do is reach out to a swooper, let them know where you want us to send the data, and we will handle that all for you. Okay. And just double click, if you would, on the actual clinically derived audience segments. What do some of those look like? Can you give people a couple of examples? Yeah. I mean, of course, all of our segments are customized and they're customized specifically for the brand and the drug and the the campaign's imperative, right? So Mm -hmm. we might have a segment. I recently created a segment yesterday for a client who's looking to reach patients with heart, who are recently heart failure patients. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there was a recency that they needed to 
include within it. They wanted mm-hmm. to do it within one year from the time of being in the hospital. And then they also were looking for patients who were able to accept their copay card. Uh, so mm-hmm. they were looking for commercially insured. So mm-hmm. in that scenario, we have a patient who's been diagnosed with heart failure in the last year who is also commercially insured, right? Mm-hmm. We also have things that are really simple, like recently diagnosed with melanoma, let's say, Mm -hmm. and they want recently, so it's going to be within the last six months, typically. And we get clients who are looking at adherence plays as well, not just acquisition, right? So Uh I've got a diabetes client, they're a market leader, and they want to continue being a market leader. So they're looking for patients who are not diagnosed with diabetes, they're looking for patients who are treating with their drug, Mm -hmm. right? So there are Mm -hmm. a lot of different things and unique things that we can do here. It's really Mm -hmm. just going to be based on what the client's specific need is and what they're trying to, to accomplish. Great. So it's direct to patient and including uh, in addition to direct to consumer, yes. so to speak. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And as you mentioned earlier, you're helping them optimize across the media mix as well. Talk about why it's important to measure audience quality as, as a KPI, right? Yeah, I mean, what we've learned is audience quality is the has the closest correlation to script lift. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, at Swoop, we always put our clients first and their goals first. And what we continuously hear is that that number one KPI is always going to be script lift. Mm-hmm. And so this is what we recommend today. We recommend using a third party to always validate the data. Once you validate the data and you know it's strong and you know it's performing, it makes sense to consistently use the same data asset for your planning, for your activation, and for your measurement. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we talked about this at one other point, but I've heard from advertisers this is really the dream state, is when you can use high-performing, high-quality data for your entire process from planning to measurement. Mm -hmm. Great. And... uh once you achieve that dream state, uh, what kind of results uh, can, can an advertiser expect? Do you have a case study that you could share? Yeah, so we recently did a case study with Abbott. They were looking to increase awareness of a condition that is uh, often underdiagnosed. However, it's quite common. And they leveraged our data to uh, identify this target market and reach them through their current media mix. And they saw a 14-time increase in their ROI. If you want to learn a little bit more about that case study, it's actually posted on the MM&M and Swoop partner channel. So you can uh, download it there. Super. And uh, folks can access that at mmm-online.com and just kind of navigate to the uh, Swoop partner channel. So finally, Katie, what would you like uh, listeners to know about working with Swoop? Yeah, so I would say first and foremost at Swoop, we put privacy first, right? So you don't have to worry when you work with a partner like Swoop that there will be any type of regulatory risk that you or your client will incur. And number two, when it comes to cost, there essentially is no cost for entry, right? We're not charging you for any type of customization of your segment. We take on, we eat that cost because we know that if you test with us, their likelihood of a long-term partnership is is there and very strong. Uh, And then number three, if you are reserved to work with real-world data just because you're not comfortable with it, or maybe you're reserved to reach out to a salesperson or someone at Swoop 
because you're concerned that there might be some pressure or, um, you know, we, re- we require something in return. Well, we don't. We're here. We love to chat with folks. There's always going to be someone on the other side of the phone if you just want to ask a couple of questions, uh, if you need some advice. We've got experts from pharmaceutical data and, and privacy that are, you know, at my fingertips I can pull in on the call. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Okay. That's a nice note to end on. Katie, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Mark. Absolutely. Absolutely.